Right, men, we need to get his eviction ban toughed out. But while putting a positive spin on it. I'm doing a positive spin in my wheelie chair. But don't spin too much or your brain goes all wibbly. Dara gets it done. Housing targets met. Get the eviction ban done. But we didn't actually hit any of the housing targets in terms of... What about security? What about stability? Someone needs to think of the poor corporate landlords in all of this. I do know a lot of landlords who are suffering, but uh, I don't know anyone who rents, so I'm assuming they're getting on grand. I'm going to take off my shoes now and use one of my socks as a glove puppet. Look, we need excuses for this totes heartless move, or a Leo classic as they're calling it. The eviction ban hasn't decreased homelessness. Well, that's a very good soundbite. It just doesn't make any sense. Like uh, It was only meant to stem the rising tide temporarily, not stop it altogether. Also, we do have figures here that show fewer families uh, became homeless during the eviction ban. Screw those figures. Worse than Bernardo's banging on about hungry children with their facts and data. We need stuff that's above data. Such as? What about unintended consequences? New buzzword alert. We could say the ban actually created homelessness because people who emigrated returned to discover to their utter shock and horror that someone was living in their house and turned out to be the mystery source of thousands of euro a month into their bank account. Unfortunately, there's no actual evidence. We've all heard these shocking stories, right? Uh, No, but I do like the unintended consequences buzzword. It makes it sound uh, truthy, you know. Yeah, very factish. Exactorama. And Mm. Saki is born. Say hello to Saki, everyone. What are the men talking about? I don't know, Saki. Why does that one look like he's lying down when he's standing up? Don't eyeball me, yeah? (laughs) Okay, look, we can't do measures that result in unintended consequences, such as young people living in their own homes. It's exactly what investment funds don't want. Uh, How about the Attorney General? Uh, Will he back us up with some legal jargon that makes it sound like our hands are tied like... Oh, totes. He's so chuffed to have a big title, he'll sign off on any Leo classic. (laughs) He even said the illegal nursing home charges were sound, accurate and appropriate. What a ledge. (laughs) Should we come up with some alternative rights for dem tenants Uh, there? No, 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 no. But is is there anything you've already announced that maybe you could repackage Mm. as a new idea? Well, we have a target of 1,500 tenant in situ purchases by councils, but I can't re-announce that. I'm a one-launch man. <laughs> but, but, but maybe you could say it in a in a new way. Oh. Um, uh, we'll buy 1,500 homes off landlords evicting tenants to keep them there. Cool. Derek gets it done. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. Figure it's just a target. We don't meet targets. Too many figures oh, wow. and policies um, to remember makes a dull boy Saki go. Saki wants to declare Green Party policies on this issue. Go on, Saw. So. <laughs> <laughs> Saki's eating too many lentils Uh, What a looper (laughs) Okay men We do need something positive And you know Feel good to offset The inevitable outrage Over this What about a referendum For the girls Uh, And then we can bury This bad news On International Girls Day Uh, That's a deadly idea It's time anyway To get rid of that Bad article of the constitution That says A woman's place Is in the home Sick Totes It's so outdated I mean there's no way This government can promise To provide a home To keep a woman in anymore I mean Wishful thinking Dev <laughs> How about in November uh, Give people something To high five each other About on Twitter For the day yeah. uh, When the homeless In hotels Hits about 15k November's good In time for International Men's Day oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great work dudes <laughs> The eviction ban Is over March 31st yeah. So those 2700 Eviction notices We delayed Are about to go live On the uh, 1st of April oh, did, did, oh. did anyone actually Think this through or, uh... The Attorney General Said April Fool's Day Was perfect oh. Attorney From the Latin phrase For 
proper bobblehead. I fell asleep one time at a green ayahuasca party when I woke up someone had drawn a uterus on my face. <laughs> Even when we're naughty, we're still feminist. Oh, my foot is cold. This week saw court scenes of unprecedented and hilarious chaos at the hands of Ireland's least hinged family, the Burks. It began just minutes after a judge dismissed Enoch Burke's appeal, the ladies and gents of Ireland having dismissed it a long time ago. His sister Ami, widely acknowledged to have the clan's most powerful set of pipes in her, began shouting transgenderism in front of a court filled with journalists doing that popcorn gift thing and delighted school children. Ironically enough, from transition year. Mammy Burke, always good for a soundbite, accused the judges of bowing before the altar of transgenderism and for some reason demanded they remove their robes. Perhaps she wanted to check their pronouns. The family refused to clear the court, so thrilled Gardy, tooled to the nines in unrippable fara slacks, were forced to remove the family one by one, thus giving us images sure to be repeated to gas effect in regional power. Patrick's Day parades up and down the country. Some Burks chose to go floppy in the manner of a very lazy dog. Some chose to go stiff like a toddler refusing to go night-night. That looked pretty cool to be fair when carried in the head-first manner. Most people chose to laugh at the scenes while quietly accepting it would be a meaty source of online outrage if the people being thrown about by the fuzz were in any way sympathetic characters. A lesser Burke was briefly held in a playground headlock for which a young Garda from Gort was later awarded Staff Headlock of the Month winning a Supermax voucher and a spate of WhatsApp messages saying you feckin' legend. Then in a surprising turn of events Simeon, pun intended, considered at best the Stephen Baldwin of the Burks, engineered a spin-off court case of his own. He refused to sign for bail at the district court, thus heralding the beginning of phase three of the Burke cinematic universe. The remaining Burks gathered for some classic mammy call and response chanting outside. Try to muzzle us, mammy. We shan't be muzzled. Where are his shoes? Where are his shoes? Where are his shoes? Prostrating on the altar of transgender pronouny titties on a man is a. They're prostrate on the altar of transgender pronouny titties of the. That's a hard one to be fair. Yes, ma'am. Enoch Burke's case continues. Simeon Burke's case continues. Ami Burke is in the High Court against Arthur Cox next week. This could be the perfect opportunity for the court system to schedule every case at once, to have all the Burks running between the courts unsure of which one to disrupt. Gardy say they'll be ready come what may, adding, "'Tis better than going out to Ballyfermot to have our backsides handed to us by nipper narcos." Generic court reporter at the Four Courts, Courtsy News. Right, good morning, saints and shinners. How are we all doing today? Foaming at the ears about the ending of the eviction ban. Uh, and I'm cooking a super spicy miso ramen so I can experience true pain to empathise with the tenants facing homelessness. Lead misery, Goats Owen. Well, meanwhile, my week has been like Christmas, to be oh, honest. Yeah? A big Provo funeral, followed by shooting coalition fish and barrels. Hi. I mean, I was basically able to phone it in this week. Well, it was more a shinner funeral than a Provo one. 
no bare days. That's right. Oh, so the lads take them off for the Shinner send-offs. Yeah, it's for the best. Yep. Too many of the provos are now getting so old and fat. What? The berets kind of make them look like corpulent French lads <laughs> waddling about a ham market. Ooh, I do love a Mercado jamon. Anyway, we're on the precipice since this whole eviction uh-huh. ban thing. Since the sock gems doubled their poll numbers thanks to the Holly Kearns effect. Ugh. No, I was referring to the housing crisis. The media love her. <sighs> the fembots on Twitter love her. She does a sick grandstanding speech to be fair, boss. It's worse than that, Louise. She seems to understand what she's grandstanding about. Look, can we just focus for a wee second? Do you think the Huns will like her? What? I don't want her eating up the Joanne McNally vote that <laughs> I've drank a train wreck amount of Prosecco to win over. Pity it's not Cremont. I'd join that express. Oh, for God's sake. This town isn't big enough for two posh girl bosses. Oh. You feel me? Maybe we could rob some of our policies? I, well, well, actually, their idea of a housing delivery agency is something I like that we... how she says, Homes. <laughs> I could steal that. Yeah. My generation don't have a home. Look, I think we need to hammer the government most on the ending of the eviction ban. When I called for rancor and moron in the doll, yeah. and I did a very, quote, retweetable Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Well, I mean, what more can I do, Pierce? Accuse the Greens of cooking up an ostrich souffle? Oh, here. Now, this Hollywood woman has to be stopped with her lovely hair and her oh I'm from Cork oh. with the belly Malou accent and I'm so perfect <laughs> look it might cheer you up a bit to learn that there are rumours in the Shinner shop that a Shane Ross revenge book is coming oh Ooh. though I think if we are involved it would be more a reprisal biography <laughs> yeah. what would the, the book's title be okay well he said I was a Republican riddle how about a proddy puddle oh. no uh, uh, the blue shirt bluffer or did no, no 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 I've got it oh yeah Shane Rosser, the West Brit Tosser. Right. I think we've worked you too hard this week, Madam President. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're all right, yeah. 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 I'm off home to my Paul Meskel shrine and my Holly Kearns voodoo doll. (laughs) Later, Shinners. Okay, the Oscars are on Sunday and the Irish are up for 13 awards. We won't win anything, don't worry. Anyway, here to preview it is Amy Huberman. Yay! Isn't it amazing? The Irish are coming! Yeah. When we go through all the categories, we're going to lose, so starting with Best Supporting Actress. Impossible to predict. Like which wrong button will I press next? (laughs) I'm tipping (gasps) Carrie Condon. Do you get it? Tip Yeah Because she's from Tip Yeah I think that's a place down the country You must be fierce jealous of her What? No shame in being bitter I'm a very bitter person I don't hide it Nor should you Well I think she's awesome Yeah Yeah Best supporting actor I've loved Brendan Gleeson Ever since he made those Marmalade sambos with Paddington Right But this is Kay Weequan's to lose Yeah yeah He was a child In Temple of Doom Or as it's otherwise known 2FM <laughs> Best actress Any Irish there? Any Irish? No Don't care then Move along Best actor Oh this is Paul Meskel's one His mother has been in here On the show Up Kildare Yay Unfortunately It looks like he'll lose out To the dude from Elvis Or Brendan Fraser In The Whale Sad face Look That's the problem isn't it If you're not impersonating A dead rock star Or wearing a fat suit Hollywood just doesn't care Paul Meskel should win for Uh uh, After Sun Right yeah It's probably one of them Oscar films About nothing 
Suppose we'll do best picture, so go on. You've got women talking? Yeah, is that the Joanne and Vogue podcast, no? It's about a hashtag <laughs> Me Too scandal in an Amish colony. Oh, right, sounds awful. There's Triangle of Sadness. Or as it's otherwise known, Leash Offley in Westmeath. <laughs> Don't forget Tar, all about a meanie conductor. Mean bus conductors. No, it's about... There's an item for the show. Anyone else remember mean bus conductors? Text us in. 51551 And tell us Amy What is going to win Everything Everywhere All at once Which is also Descal's order In the canteen When he's asked What fillings he wants In his role <laughs> By the way By the way I meant to say Congratulations on the If denomination Amy Oh uh, I wasn't nominated Oh sorry Sorry I thought everyone Gets nominated for that No No <sighs> Okay Enough of that Actors make me feel Very uncomfortable So let's have some Damien Rice! Yay! You should really try that bitterness out, Amy. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Now to Dublin Airport, where drones are disrupting aircraft operated by persons unknown. But let's face it, definitely young people. Uh, Drones being very much the e-scooters of the air. Uh, Transport Minister Eamon Ryan joins us. Good morning, Minister. What are we talking about today? Snow? The eviction ban? Um, That whole unnecessary journeys on public transport thing? What a week! No, no, the issue that even if you can get transport to the airport, you may be scuppered by high-tech hooligans doing sky wheelies in their ruffian copters while the transport minister does nothing about it. Oh. Uh, that's that's your response? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, also on the line, we've a typically irate Michael O'Leary. Oh, no. Can I have a quick power nap first? Michael, parlez-vous. Look, we've had six flights grounded in six weeks. Oh. Yeah. Has the Minister for Mumbo-Jumbo any idea how many ordinary decent vodka baggy swigging stag parties that is? Well, unfortunately, there isn't a foolproof cast-iron surefire black-and-white solution. No, there is. What? Laser guns. What? You ansy-pansy iceberg-humping climate wally. Laser guns are notoriously inaccurate. Oh. Nine out of ten stormtroopers agree. Wow. Well, you see, Pat, this is the same old namby-pamby, jibber-jabbering, yeah. snail-shifting waffle as ever from the left. You see, we can't just buy the same laser guns proven to work in every other airport in Europe. No. We have to put out a tender, draft memos, schedule meetings. Yeah. That's the only way that we can continue this government's policy of buying thousands of slightly the wrong thing, <laughs> like ventilators and voting machines, at a cost of millions. It'll cost a hundred grand, you salad malady of a man. But that's not the Irish way. Unless it costs at least 30 million and 60 million in overruns, well, we won't consider it. If it was a bag of smoky coal <gasps> spilled in a Ranla window salad box, you'd be on it before lunch. There's a, there's a what spilled in the where? No, I have to go. My people need me. Well, maybe not before lunch. I could possibly get to an after lunchtime nap before the afternoon nap. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see, Pat? All yeah. he cares about is his climate chattering, thunbird twaddling, bicycle shagging, wigwam waffle fun. It's wonderful stuff. Uh, before I let you go, Michael, will you apologise for comparing Minister Ryan here to uh, Homer Simpson? Well, uh, Did somebody say waffle falafel? Uh, <sighs> never mind, Michael. Uh, Minister, you stay with us because next we're asking you what you plan to do about the antisocial ruckus on the Lewis. Youths again, no doubt. Errant howies in their 40s, wearing trackies and speaking smack talk. Hold on, he's doing another interview. Yeah. Stop giving Ryan air, Pat. Oh. Give Ryan air air to air our grievances. <laughs> our air grievances. Indeed. And you, you mumbo jumbo, resign, Ryan. Oh. And on that note, Big Daddy's work is done. 
<laughs> All right, Japanese and senators, stop texting gossip and lick arsery. I'm from the Finnegal Press Office, and this is the, the defence of the indefensible class, sir. Well done, Senator uh, Joe 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 Cummins. <laughs> well, I've forgotten that name already. But it's actually it's John Cummins. I forgot there too for a second. And that's why you're here. You are the nobodies, oh. the Finnegal spokespeople for interviews ministers are too afraid to do, oh. such as defend the indefensible. Yes, dropping the eviction ban, for example, it is so toxic. Simon Harris wouldn't even tweet a photo of his dog on days like this. I don't want to do it. Stop that now. You are the last line of defence. You'll be shoveled into a Tonight Show or a last word if we say it. I'm not going on drive time. No way. You'll do exactly as we say. The eviction ban is DEFCON 2. We can't even Emer Higgins a policy move that will literally increase homelessness. Right, let's get started. (coughs) So, you're on the radio defending housing horror. What do you do? Sir, sir, sir. Tell them we're sorry and we'll change our policies. No! (laughs) First of all, you run down the clock. Can I just start off by saying it's wonderful to be on the show and thanks for asking me that question, Claire. Excellent. Then you ignore all the precise questions and stick to the pre-approved phrases that we will give you in advance. We have a big job of work on our hands. Yes. We're ramping up supply. Perfect. We're we're turning a corner. Exactly. This is not a black and white issue. We've had to weigh up the pros and cons of this very difficult decision. Well done. But be careful with delivery. You need to bore listeners so they tune out by speaking in such a boring monotone voice uh, Claire that nobody can pay attention to what you're saying we call this the Michael McGrath oh. what, what if it's a debate against someone who knows their stuff about housing well this is the gamble we'll have dirt about all the times that particular TD is objected to housing in their area yes. and hopefully they won't have done the homework on when we do it oh. like when Leo objected to a block of flats in Castle Knock so objections to planning applications are the sole reason for the housing crisis oh. well because I thought it was all the tax breaks you give the big funds that let them fix the price of rents for years and then commodified housing as a luxury product pricing out a generation yeah. while doing no direct building ourselves. That's right. Look, you're the nobodies, remember. Oh. You are from Barcelona. You know nothing. Uh, but Barcelona has a functioning housing market, to be fair. Your job is to go in there, be utterly unremarkable, yes. sometimes get smashed in the facts, <laughs> and then you just get out yeah. without the party being too harmed. We are the nobody's men. Class dismissed. Nobody. Good evening, I'm Hugh Edwards and I'm here to objectively report on the government's completely, definitely not non-racist new immigration laws which break more international treaties than Boris Johnson does marriage vows by his elevenses. And I'm doing so with a packet of Walker's Salt and Lineker crisps just sitting there for, you know... Now to it. The Home Secretary, whose name I daren't say for fear of invoking the spirits that replaced her soul with a chat GPT result after someone typed in Write me an immigration law in the style of a 1930s speech in Munich, has taken one of the lowest intakes of asylum seekers in Europe and turned it into a Daily Mail cliché by declaring it an influx of millions and pretending Britain is full. Well, there is one thing full. It's the Home Secretary, who's full of shit. This haunted golem of a woman, who manages somehow to make the pretty Patel reign of proto-fascism feel like a fondly remembered childhood summer, has also reduced the collective story of a complex group of human beings risking their lives on the channel into a three-word phrase of hate, Stop the Boots. 
It's in keeping, of course, with the Tories' ability to only govern in three-word phrases. Take back control, get Brexit done, knight my daddy, take Russian money, eat my shorts, wipe my bottom. In fairness to the Tories, they have managed to stop some boats, the ones bringing fruit and veg from the continent, that is, by thrashing our access to the biggest trading market on the planet. Thank Gary the God that we make our own gin here. Otherwise, I'd have nothing to set myself on fire with when Nadine Dorries inevitably rises to power. Naturally, the Suella immigration law isn't going to stop the boats. They don't even want to. The important thing is that their simultaneously bloated and starving rabid base keep thinking that the boats are the reason everything's gone Boris-shaped since June 2016. And of course, when this illegal plan once again all collapses faster than the pound every time Liz Truss breathes out loud, then they can just blame it all on the phantoms of wokeism, European courts and and Gary Lineker tweets. That's all from me. The last one to self-immolate has to vote for the Lib Dems. Good night. Dara gets it done. Everyone knows I'm a one-issue man, and that issue is snow. Because I'm the minister for storms as well as uh, that uh, that other thing. How can you stand over the eviction ban, knowing that thousands? No, of... listen, I'm a one-job old man. Snow questions only today. Also with me here in the bunker is Med Air and Lifer Evelyn Cusack. Good evening, everybody. Big fan, by the way. I love the decision to get rid of all the lookers. Just have intelligent people on the telly forecasts. <laughs> Uh, and welcome to this update from the National Emergency Coordination Group. It's a shy name. I'm Workshop and Dara's Storm Bunker. As we all know, it's March, so it's actually a bit late for snow. And I want you to know, the government did everything in our power to keep the snow away. We put a freeze on bleeding Baltics to protect the vulnerable right across the winter. Minister. But after consultation with the Attorney General, we've now decided to end that freeze. Oh, just let it freeze after everything the charities warned you about. Exactly. Do you like me snowsuit? Middle oil is your only man. (laughs) Minister, what measures have you put in place to protect people against these incoming blizzards? Well, yeah, a raft of measures. uh, 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 Tennis rackets for snowshoes. And um, if anyone wants a cheap sled, I have old election posters under the stairs I can give you. You can sit me face and slide down the hill. Now, we don't actually encourage playing in the snow. Just stay the feck inside and keep our telly ratings up. (laughs) Also, drink more milk. It produces all the emissions that will keep the snow away forever. Minister, people are going to be freezing. Will the relief measures be available now? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, no, they're not quite ready to go yet, but uh, around May. So this blizzard is really going to cause people to suffer miserably. Look, people need to stop demonising snow or we'll never have snow again in this country. We need snowmen coming in and and, and banks of snow. We need high-rise snow. Are we sure we're still talking about the weather? (laughs) Minister, more people are going to slip and fall. Yeah, people will suffer, (gasps) but but we'll protect the snow at all costs. It comes in from overseas, so it's proper multinational corporate snow. (laughs) also, we're going to stop gritting the roads. So, what? Um, Minister, that, what? that's completely bad. Minister, 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 Minister. These, these are the hard decisions that have to be made. So we're actually quite brilliant. Minister. <laughs> Taking tough decisions that don't affect us in the slightest. And you can chill your bottles of whiskey outdoors tonight. Evelyn, 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 Evelyn how Evelyn. long is this hardship likely to last? While this crowd are in power, current indications are till hell freezes over. <laughs> All right, me snowsuit is roasting. Dara's done. Minister. I'm out of here for Paddy's Week. Look!
I'm joined this morning by the Taoiseach and now friend of our programme, Leo Faradkar. Yeah. You're looking so well. Uh, good morning, Mummy. Uh, uh, Miriam, sorry. Look, I know your nerves this morning because this is a bit of a personal interview for you, isn't it? It's not something everyone would know, but uh, it isn't something I've spoken publicly about before. Mm. And I think it's so important, bearing in mind the evictions ban this week. Oh, sorry, why did I let you speak your truth, Leo? <clears throat> well, um, it's uh, I'm a well, I'm a landlord, Miriam. It's not a it's not a secret. I'm a landlord. You're so brave, so brave. Have you told your parents? Uh, well, I'm lucky that my family have always supported me in everything I do, uh, except for the shirtless round of cans in a park in April that time and some of the problematic things that I've said about poor people. But no, they support me in this. And have you faced prejudice because of who you are? I have. Uh, landlords are demonised in our society. Mm. Yeah, you never see us represented in a good light on TV and soaps, dramas, on social media. Mm. Uh, I mean, when have you ever seen two landlords kiss on TV, for example? That's so true. The the term landlord is covered in shame, which is why uh-huh. I, I refer to myself as, as a lesser. And that's what you put in the dual register of interest just a few weeks ago. The term lesser. Talk to me about that. It's it's sadly what the landlord phobes have reduced us to. But please don't name anyone, Leo. We don't want to get sued. Uh, no, I, I won't. People before profit, <gasps> Sinn Féin, Mary Lou McDonald. Yeah, like, come on, Sinn Féin is so riddled with landlords. I know. It's like San Francisco in there. <laughs> But look, I want to live in a republic where landlords are treated equally. Mm. Well, well, not equally, others. I mean, treated much better than tenants. <laughs> Lol, fiction. And you also want to change the law to give the LVCT plus community more rights. Way more rights for landlords, vulture lessers, cuckoo funds and tax questioning others. And uh, I want to declare October Landlord Pride Month. Such a lovely idea. You know, I would march with you guys. But why October, Leo? It's when we do our annual tax returns and to mark Landlord Pride Month this year Mm. I want to reduce the tax bill that out and proud landlords are facing. So what exactly are you calling on the government on yourself to do in the budget? I am calling now for this government uh, to stop dawdling to stop focusing on trivial matters like basic health and housing standards Mm. and just throw in the towel and give landlords tax breaks (laughs) even if it means a sacrifice of of benefiting uh, myself. Wow. And of course you've made his History is the first openly landlord Taoiseach. You know, it's not about me. Um, if, if what I say today, Miriam, helps just one landlord. That's so important. <clears throat> one landlord uh, to not hide in shame in a beachfront apartment in Spain anymore. Yeah. Or even one of the more down-at-heel landlords, mm. like the retired civil servant who collects in cash and intimidates his tenants renting 500 square feet of mould in Longford what? with a bunch of keys the size of a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> If I can provide just a tiny bit of comfort for them, Mm. then I'll be glad that I came out today and did the landlords, the lessers of Ireland, some service. Wow, you truly are a lesser Taoiseach Leo Farad car. Cheers, Queen.